the pie and I'm the water and you're listening or watching <laughs> to a cup of tea <laughs> a podcast about exploring life through each other's eyes while sharing a cup of tea with you or lack thereof today <laughs> how dare you That's I mean she already had cup her tea, of tea but I have a new cup of tea oh right I have a bottle of water that doesn't count how dare you I mean tea Disgrace. is like 99% water Disgrace. I'm drinking sleepy time tea because I want to sleep. Yes, I yeah, it has been an issue as of late. Indeed. But not in a bad way. You know, like before we get on topic, just like sidetracking yeah. a little bit as mm-hmm. we tend to do. No, never. Uh-huh. It's like I think because it's I'm I'm not sleeping, but because my mind is all fired up. Right. It's like anxiety, but in a good about. way. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, it's like this like constant flow of thoughts. And when you yeah. have anxiety, they tend to be like negative thoughts. But mm-hmm. in this case, it's creative thoughts and things that yeah. I want to do and stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm like, do we need to be creative right now? I want to sleep. And my brain, my brain is just like, no, think of this and that and all the things that we can do. And I'm like, yes, I love it. But don't you see that it's time for bed? So I just find it funny. <laughs> that's no. what's happening i mean i know this is yes this is off topic but we talked about this this exact thing the other day and how i told you that now i had to have a notebook like right and, right and this is kind of funny because it reminded me of when i was in school in like third semester or something when i had screenwriting class and mm-hmm. my teacher she was amazing and the first day i think she said your assignment if only this if you only do this one thing is always have a notebook with you for whenever you have an idea so that you can write it down and like be creative and stuff and at the time I remember that I did select my notebook and it was really pretty and everything but I didn't really follow up with that Mm. I think I did it for like two or three weeks and then I was like "Eh, yeah sure whatever um but now I actually do it (laughs) me too (laughs) me too and it has it's gotten to, yeah it's gotten to that point yeah. where like if my my head is going crazy at night I'm like I just need to write this down because otherwise like two things are gonna happen I'm not gonna remember and it's just gonna keep yeah. going but if I put it down if I put it somewhere then it's like ah okay now can we go to bed <laughs> yeah yeah a hundred percent um and it's cool. I like it. It has to do with our last episode where we were talking about feeling creative and yes. all that stuff, which I'm a huge fan of. Very beautiful, if I do say so myself. I like, I'm very happy about being in this space, which makes yeah. me think that I want my life to be about being in this space. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I agree. Here's to that. Cheers. <laughs> Mm. so on to today's topic indeed (laughs) what is it um so it was it was kind of funny that um well today before we started recording you mentioned that you were going to skype skype zoom probably well video chat whatever (laughs) i did the other day i did use skype i had to install it on my computer again um no, yeah, with like friends, you know, yes. like talk to friends who apparently I I I I I had the date wrong. It's next week, but the intention was there. We did we did talk about it, and I talked to yeah. my friends, and I it was actually Lou who told me Lou who is on the first episode of Pockets in the Universe. Yeah. If you don't know what that is, it's a YouTube channel that we have. Um, yeah, where we talk we about put stuff. A link somewhere over here. Yes, because we know how to do that yet. Yeah. Um, and she's the one that was like, "Hey, are you free? Can we chat?" Well, I'll tell the other uh, dudes in the group. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah totally. That'd be fun." So mm-hmm. it's happening eventually. This nice. not today. No, <laughs> in like a week or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. On this list of topics that we have for a cup of tea, um, I had written down something along the lines of talking about friendships and how to, especially um, 
in the cases, well, I think many people can relate now because of the pandemic and how we stopped hanging out with people and it became more like a, of a thing. And now that it things are opening up, it's easier to like go meet friends and all of that. Um, mm -hmm. But that and the fact that of living somewhere else, um, that's like a different place from where your friends are or, or I, I remember having this concept of it as a kid because my mom had this group of friends who were like they were like sex in the city characters um mm -hmm. but it was five of them and each girl lived somewhere different in the world like there was this mm -hmm. one girl who lived in spain another one lived in miami another one lived in like well she traveled around the world still actually so for a while she lived in cuba then she lived in africa somewhere wow. um then she lived in south I america met this lady she's pretty cool um and then my mom and oh, another one of her friends lived here oh and there was this other one who lived in veracruz so they were scattered all over the place um indeed But every once in a while, they would get together and travel together, oh. which is awesome. You know, It does that, sound that's amazing. like goals for life. I agree. But it, it sort of taught me this thing about how to keep your friendships alive through time and space, mm -hmm. um, which is something that I started applying when I first moved back here after being in Mexico City for a while, because I had to Skype my friends to talk to them. Mm -hmm. um, and then that also happened with my cousins, who everybody was on a different state, so we also Skyped and messaged and all of that. And now I have to... Well, we FaceTime all the time. We do. Right now. <laughs> um, even, yeah. even when we were in the same city, we FaceTime all the time. Yeah, you we know? do. Um, and I do that now with, for example, what was cool to me the other day is that one of my groups of friends from Sweden, um, we started talking for some reason, like somebody sent a message and we were like, oh my God, we, we guys, you, you should talk, we should talk, you know, because it's been such a long time. And it had been like over a year and a half, I think almost two years since we all had gotten together and Skyped or FaceTimed or whatever. And that group is particularly hard to, like, it, it's really hard for us to set a date and mm -hmm. to actually arrange a call. Because also you're in very different time zones. Yes. Um, so we managed to do it. And last Friday, we, we talked for like two or three hours and it was awesome oh, that's cute. it was so amazing we had so much fun we told each other of what life had been like in the past couple of years what we were up to now um and so it, we caught up in general mm -hmm. um and now you're doing that sort of with the whoopsies whom i mean you you saw them last time around the time you were leaving so like for my birthday i would say For your did I see them afterwards? No, I did see them afterwards, yeah, right yeah, before I did. left. That's right, yes. Yes. We did go out. Yeah. So, but it's been a while. It's been like five months. Or six. Yeah. <laughs> All the time that I've been here. <laughs> yes. Um, but, so, so I, I, you know, I, I got to thinking of that whole thing of making, on the one hand, of making an effort to see your friends. And I think that mm -hmm. has been a constant thing that I've been thinking about, especially since leaving school. Because uh -huh. school is super easy. All your right, because you see there. your friends all the time. Yeah. yeah. But once you're out of school, you have to like actively be making an effort to stay in touch with all of these people. And it's obvious that you're going to forget some of them. <laughs> Not <laughs> on purpose, right? But it, yeah. it just happens. Um, it does. So, so I, and I, when you were telling me about the, about the whoopsies and everything, and I, and I thought of talking about this, um, I was remembering this thing that I read and that you also read somewhere about creating rituals to share with friends because that helps mm -hmm. strengthen connections. And I remember having read that, um, around the last semester of school for me, because 
I had this Maybe class. Maybe you told me about it because it just sounded so familiar when you said it. But like specifically, you know, the like rituals with friends. It's yes. like... Yeah, it's amazing. So the thing is, okay, I I read this thing. I think it was like a, a New, York, uh, New York Times article or something about how there's this whole like psychological and social explanation for it, which is when you have some thing that has meaning for a group of people it helps strengthen the bonds between them um mm -hmm. and the fact that it's a ritual means that it's something that you do over and over again um at a certain time and in a certain place so it's mm -hmm. easy to like access get into it. and get right. into it yes and it's hard that you forget or maybe you miss it sometimes but then you get back onto it um it's like my grandma has this group of friends um who they've gone i think they've been getting together for about four years for breakfast once a month oh that's cute yeah that's really nice so i was trying to incorporate that ritual thing into my life and in my last uh semester of school i had this class at 10 i think it was no from 7 to 10 p.m every wednesday so it was me one another one of my friends in the same class and then in another class were two of my other friends and a friend of a friend so at the end of that class we always got together at a, a table there in in school and just chatted for like I don't know maybe half an hour an hour and then we all went home and it was mm -hmm. so cool and I really liked it it was like our Wednesday thing and I think we called it the not the breakfast club I think it was the midnight club or something like that but yeah and it was it was pretty cool Mm -hmm. um and then I well the pan we graduated in the pandemic and everything and so I lost that ritual thing and I remember yeah. the closest thing that I, I not that I ever named it as such but you and I used to go window shopping all the time oh, and that was so I much fun window shopping yeah yes um and I so, guess it's like an acquired yeah. taste because not everybody likes window shopping yeah we learned indeed <laughs> Um, but you know what? Now that you're saying this, I did think just now about how isn't it kind of funny, not funny? Because we're talking about you talk like doing this with the crazy team, and like when you are not when you're separate, like physically, spatially separate from people, if it's like in a different country or in a different state or things like that. And it made me, it got me thinking about how maybe it's somewhat easier to try to do with people, to try to do that with people that are like distanced apart rather than with people that you're closer to, like people that li yeah. live in your city. Because I, I think it made me think about our group of friends, you know, like the gang mm -hmm. and stuff like that and how we don't really chat as a group. Maybe we talk individually. Yeah. But yeah. like, when's the last time we said anything on that group chat? And, no, you know, no, that no. kind of thing where it's like, when we live in the same city, maybe it's easier to try to ring each other and try to hang out together. Yeah. Um, or like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to think of this circumstance where like, Is it easier to try to make a ritual with the crazy team because they're from Sweden? They're in Sweden and they kind of like the 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 want to keep them in your life is somewhat more specific out there. Yeah, more yeah. present, sort of like you can yeah, see yeah, it yeah. easier it, rather like, than with your mm -hmm. friends that live in the same city as you and like you live in the same city so like there's no need yeah because you're right there kind you of take thing. them for granted yeah kind of it's it's i think it is a thing there's there's maybe more security and more comfort and like oh they're right there they there can be reached at any time so there's no active effort to try right. to go do like unless it's a special occasion like oh yeah it's somebody's birthday let's get together yeah Somebody, like, somebody's going away. Let's get together. But, but yeah, I do think there's a lack of that effort in, in that situation when we're near each other, which is really ironic and sad. Yeah, a little. Because, yeah. you know, it's, made me, it's making me think of how, for example, with Nikki, 
who has been my friend since elementary. Mm-hmm. And because it was kind of common for me to leave and mm-hmm. come back and leave again and then come back. Yeah. Um, we, we sort of like our friendship dynamic has been very sort of like we know we're there. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I say we take each other for granted. Maybe at some point we did, but I think we don't right now. Um, but that being said, I feel like it's a slippery slope where it's mm-hmm. like we're so comfortable with being separate and at the same time knowing that we're there, that yeah. how much are we really there? You know, and it's something that it's made me think and want made me want to reach out to Nikki more. And I think she's also doing it. And we're mm-hmm. trying to like be a little more present, even though we have this sort of relationship where it's like we can like not see each other for months. Yeah. And then when we hang out, it's like, I saw you yesterday, you know, yeah. kind of, that kind of thing. But at the same time, is that like comfortable space, maybe in a de- in danger of being too comfortable where we don't make the effort to reach out? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. And I, you made me remember this a couple of years ago, I think, um, I found, I, I really, I stumbled upon this ad for some Spanish liquor, I think. Um, <laughs> and they had this whole, it was, a, it was like a whole experience where they recorded people doing this. But you had to go into a website and answer a few questions about like, let's say I go in and they're like, who's your best friend? And I write your name. And like, how, how often do you see each other? Once a week. Um, how long do you hang out for? I don't know, three hours. Okay. Um, and then how old are you? Like, I don't know, 25. All right. So if you keep up this pattern, you're going to spend 800 more hours with them in your lifetime or Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, and it puts it into perspective of how much time you really are spending with people. Like, Mm -hmm. we spend a lot more time, obviously, like working and sleeping and doing other stuff. And... And then when you when you have that number of like you're gonna I think I answered that also for my grandma, mm-hmm. and I was like yeah once a month three hours, and and they said to like oh you're gonna see her um twelve more times, and I was like what? It was awful because like, it insane. also asks you for the other person's age right yeah 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 um so that they can calculate the number properly. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but but then I saw that and I was like, that looks bewildering. You know, like, yes. how is it possible that you're telling me that I'm just going to see my grandma 12 more times? It's like a movie where <laughs> you have, it's a limited amount of time, which I guess it is, of course. Yes, you probably um, just don't know exactly. Yeah. Um, but yes, it was particularly shocking. So So then again, the rituals thing. Is um because I, when I was talking to the crazy team, um, I think someone said, you know, let's meet again in a month, um, same mm-hmm. time on a Friday as well, and one of them came was eating dinner, <laughs> yeah, um, and I said, you know, why don't we do that? Let's have dinner slash breakfast for me, yes, uh, together, once a month on a Friday. That seems like something we can all do. Maybe skip it once or twice, but you know, in general, try to do that to keep each other in the loop and stuff. Because the other thing that happens is that you catch up, like you you start the call, and or at least my experience has been, and I think it's kind of common that you start talking and you have to give a summary of what your life has been like in the past, I don't know, six months, year, or whatever. Yeah, however long you haven't known about the other person. Yeah, and then it's less about sharing the, maybe the important stuff that happens every day, which can happen with some friends. Like, you and I talk about, like, oh, yesterday I did this, the other yeah, day yeah, this yeah. happened. We're more on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Um, and and I, I, with them, specifically, I was thinking I miss so much how we used to talk about what happened like oh when we went to this party or what we were doing this weekend and like more of the important more common stuff rather than like the big things life 
Yeah, I mean, life, yeah. of course, yeah, it's important or whatever. But I want to, I don't know, I want to gossip about this thing that happened or, I don't know, something like light and nice yes. and that can make <laughs> me feel good. <laughs> right. But if you keep doing this sort of month-to-month thing, you're not really getting into that. So, yeah, no. Like, does that mean that you're going to text them whenever there's something like do you want to talk about yeah i think so um we started doing that with bridgerton for example ah nice yes bridgerton yes um i was like did you guys see the last season and two of them have seen it one is not has not seen it yet but we're sort of like talking about it which is kind of cool so it's like an in-between of yes the like life events and day-to-day it's like right in the middle which is I'm comfortable with. I'm happy with that. It it is very nice. And I think, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like dawning on me, this whole making an effort. Because at least for me, sometimes I really have to get out there because I'm very comfortable just on my own kind of thing. Like, quote unquote, I don't want to seem like a hermit, you know. (laughs) But like, I'm not one of those people that it's like, oh, my friends never text me or whatever, you know? Yeah. I'm, like, perfectly fine. You're doing your thing, I'm doing my thing, and we're here for each other if we need yeah. to. Um, but then, see, that's when it, it starts getting difficult or complicated mm-hmm. because it's like, well, how much are you really there if you're so comfortable not being there? So yeah. it's really... Because it can also sort of fall into this... Uh, well, they're not texting me. Well, I'm not texting them kind of thing. Yeah. Which I don't feel like it's my thing, but I feel like a few Isn't of my friends thing? do to me. And I'm yeah. so comfortable. I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't have a yeah. problem. Do you have a problem? You can text me. Like, we're <laughs> cool. I don't get it. But that's just me because that's my personality about it. But I understand yeah. if they are more, I don't want to say high maintenance because I feel like that sort of has a bad connotation. But maybe yeah. they do their personality is more about more engagement you know i guess that's mm-hmm. a way to say it um yeah yeah but i understand it can, this whole thing about friends can be complicated and if anything the pandemic has made it even more so oh geez, so yeah. it's just like quite a thing you know it is it is um and you know i was just thinking about this because my my brother is coming home before he has to leave to move to another city, mm-hmm. right? Um, and the other day we were having this uh, conversation. Isn't he moving to another country? Yeah, he is moving to another country. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, he's moving to go on. <laughs> I mean, it is a different city for sure. <laughs> okay, okay. I think where I was going is he's moving from a different city, which he's in right now, to a different country. Like, he's going... Coming back home to then leave again to another country. Yes. Right. <laughs> anyway. So, and here's, um, on on the one hand, my dad was like, because he wanted to come here and stay for like five or six days. Yeah. Almost right. a week. And my dad was like, what the fuck do you need that much time for? You just need to pack <laughs> to your chill. stuff and go. Go. <laughs> you know? Which was like, yes, I agree. You, I mean, there's no, you don't need six days to pack. You're not moving with your entire, you're not hiring a U-Haul to fill it up with stuff, you know? You're just taking two suitcases and that's it. Um, and my brother was like, no, I want, and he made up this, what I think is just ex- an excuse. He said, I need to pack my bike. Like, you don't need six days to pack your bag. Um, but it, it was just his way of not saying that he wanted to be here and take it by his friends and to my other grandma and stuff which Mm -hmm. i get that he wants to say goodbye to these people and like see them for a bit and then go off that can Um, be a whole other topic you know talking about moving your life yeah um it is insane um but i was thinking about it like the um, having to switch places and Mm -hmm. change your i mean not change your friends because there's this thing about i think um, all these friends that you have since you're a kid and everything, and you keep them throughout your life. Mm-hmm. Um, like, 
best friends from school and stuff, those are easier to keep in a way. But we mm-hmm. can fall into that thing that you're saying about being too comfortable and then you stop talking until something happens and you resume the conversation. But I I don't know. This I kind of appreciate how I have and I think well, you and I have both tried to keep these friendships alive whenever we have moved around mm-hmm. instead of just letting them die because I don't know, it, it just it just seems really sad to let them die. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but, indeed. No, but, but I am um I was thinking about letting them die and all that that um at some point in life we were talking about how awesome it would be to live with your friends mm-hmm. all together in a place and have like build this community that is like we're all friends and we love each other and we live together and we we sort of share our lives uh, um yes and you know kind of kind of funnily you know you know and the way that those things happen i think we're sort of getting there kind of you do sort of, yeah i kind of get the vibe you know because at least um right now many of our friends are thinking i mean You and another one of our friends is already in Canada. Two Mm -hmm. more of our friends are thinking of moving there also to Vancouver, I think. Um, I'm heading there as well. So, yeah, we can have like our little um, community community. of friends. Yeah. (laughs) That Um, would be great. Which, yes, sounds amazing. Um, And I was, I I think I was reading something about how... um, you know, there's this thing of you live with your family and it takes a village to raise children and mm-hmm, all these things mm-hmm. about like building community and stuff. Um, and because of, I think because, especially because of my family is where I think it's really interesting. But my dad, for example, used to be a party person like him <laughs> and my uncles and my aunt That's would organize parties I know but they would organize parties <laughs> like they would throw parties at their house um when they were kids like in high school and middle school and stuff and now my dad I, I mean very rarely do I see him go out to have lunch with his friends or something I'm like does he have friends <laughs> that sounds terrible I, no, do, I mean I mean I don't really know I know, I I know what you mean. No, I I mean he does. There's actually one of his friends is our neighbor. He lives like, um, on the back street, like mm. over like a few houses down, um, and there's this other friend that I know that works in a car dealership, so we see him sometimes. Um, but that's the but thing. does he hang out with them? Does no, he like? He that's my point. No, exactly. That, that's that's what I'm getting at. You know, like, there's such a stark contrast for me between what, what my mom would be like, where with, mm. like, her friends all over the world and hanging out all the time or trying to, and my dad, who's just very... To himself. Yeah. And his quote-unquote girlfriend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> um, you know. Yeah. But, but that has made me want to have the friend thing a lot more. And I was... Yeah, somewhere this I read this line of friendships. Well, friends are, um, I don't know how to translate it, but in Spanish it's like los amigos son un balsamo para el alma, like uh, like balm. But yeah, that sounds like, like a, a balm, which sounds really stupid. Um, no, I mean like a like a but they ointment. You, you know, ointment like, is kind of like what it is. Friends are are like an ointment to the soul, is what she's saying. (laughs) It sounds way prettier in Spanish, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, it does. In English, it sounds so weird. Um, (laughs) But but yeah, that's the point of like, you know, friendships are... Soothing. Yes, soothing. Yes. That Um, sounds better. (laughs) Yes, we're getting there. Um... And it is so true. It's, it's, um, I, I was thinking about it a lot in these past two weeks of being super stressed out mm-hmm. of, and how I know now, like I can catch myself when I'm like super stressed out and I have like, okay, I need to have a moment 
to chat with somebody and laugh about something. Mm. And so now I, I reach out to my friends and I'm like, let's talk for a bit. And so... <laughs> to chill, to decompress. Yeah. So it's it like the easiest ones are, for example, you. So like we FaceTime we and we talk about whatever stuff. Yeah. Um, is one of our other friends who is also like... Whenever he's not working, which like sometimes he's like super busy... And then the next week, he's completely chill and calls me five times a week. No, I'm just kidding. But, like, he, he'd be like, let's chat, let's chat, you know? It's like, but I see that with him as well. Of like, he has time off mm-hmm. and he dedicates it to talking to his friends. You know? Um, Something we should all do. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah. That's, that's like, my whole shtick these days. Being in contact with friends. Especially mm-hmm. after a pandemic of low social life to to say the least <laughs> i agree i was just thinking about my mom because mm-hmm. I, don't, i don't think i told you but she quit her job <gasps> oh my god i know yes and like okay so my mom has been working since she was like 16 or something yeah um and you know recently her latest job that's been like a few years now was being sales director at a real estate company. So she quit. She was being like, her job was being super stressful on her with a pandemic and everything and stuff, mm-hmm. just like not flowing, right? Uh, yeah. So she decided to finally quit after she had been telling us for like a year. She's like, I'm going to quit. And then she goes to her boss and she's like, I'm going to quit. And her boss is like, nah, just like take a vacation. And come back. And then she goes, takes a vacation, comes back. And she's like, I'm going to quit again. And he's like, nah, we really need you. Go chill. And then come back. She goes and chills. And then she comes back. And like, that that has been her trying to quit forever. And now she finally did. Um, of course, me and my brother and like the family were joking about it. We're like, she's not going to last a month without a job. She doesn't know how to exist without a job. Yeah. Um, But I'm trying to be supportive of her and be like, you know what? I know that you want to rest. So mm-hmm. take this time to rest. But also don't. The fact that you don't have a job should not mean that all you do is stay in your house. You know, go yeah. out, see your friends and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's been a few, a couple of years, maybe a little more that she joined a club. Um, oh, cool. And she's... Uh, That's where her main kind of group of friends mm-hmm. comes from, I think, like besides work friends. Um, so the other day made me super happy because I called her and she's like, oh, I'm like drinking wine with my friends. I talk to you later. And I was like so proud of her. I was like, yes, mom, you go, you chat with your girlfriends. I'm fine. <laughs> We can talk later. Um, because I was becoming kind of worried, you know, that that yeah. was her life. I I don't know that. Again, this might sound like an old record, and mm-hmm. I don't know. This is just this is just my perception of things. I don't know if her generation is very into maintaining friendships. You know, it feels to mm-hmm. me, and now that you talk about your dad, it feels to me like once they're out of the schooling years, and it's all about work and your family, and like, and that's it. So I was very worried about my mom and I was very persistent and be like, find yourself a hobby, get out and find and like go out with your friends and brunches and breakfast and things like that, yeah. uh, which I think she's been doing. So I'm very proud of her and very happy yeah, that's about it. Nice. Yeah, I, I had not thought about it, but you know, maybe I'm way off. I don't know. But I have this picture in my mind of our parents being which is totally off but of being like those couples in movies and I'm I'm, I'm thinking of this um show um Jesus what's the name of it like okay like Masters and Johnson uh the uh-huh. I think it's a prime show or something I think so where it's like the 60s slash 70s and the couple's married super young and mm-hmm. they had started having children and then their friends became like their children's 
uh, friend's parents or neighbors or stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's a thing where you grow up and you outgrow your friends and then ne- the next uh, friendships you have are with co-workers and neighbors yeah. and that kind of thing, which I know that right here in Mexico doesn't happen. Like you're, I think it's really weird to be friends with your neighbors. We're not that neighborly. We're not. Um, but I can see that being friends with coworkers and stuff, especially with some of my friends who now are like, oh, yes, and this friend from work and this girl yeah. that I know and my coworker and whatever. Um, but yeah, with, with parents, I think it's kind of funny. I mean, I remember that for, for with my mom, for example, she became friends with one of her coworkers. And I remember that we used to like go to concerts together with her and we went to the Cirque du Soleil once with uh, her, your and her husband. Your mom so cool. I, I like She her. was so cool. Yeah. Um, and then she was also sort of friends with one of her bosses. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see the coworker thing happening. Um, but, but also at the same time for my dad or your mom, it's like, you're, I don't see your mom being friends with her coworkers. I don't see my dad being friends oh, with no, his my mom. Okay. Well, it's different. It's not that she's friends with her coworkers. It's that she brought her friends to work with her. Oh, Yeah. So she was yeah. already friends with them, mm-hmm. and she just brought them Makes into sense. her work, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, but I, yes, I don't think she's made friends with people that she wasn't friends before. Yeah. You know, so like just co-workers? No, not really. No. But then, does your fr- dad have like co-workers? Like, I don't understand what his role in the school and everything is, so I'm like... I mean... How does that work? Who was, are his friends? Who are his co-workers? Apart from his right-hand, Gina. Yeah. Yeah, she's is, always in the stories. They they are they are best friends, I would say, right now. Mm-hmm. Well, at least we've established that he has a best friend. Yes. Um, and I... You know, it's kind of funny, like, how, how the city is really small and everybody knows each other. So mm-hmm. it's very. I've frequent. heard that said. It's never been my experience, <laughs> but I've definitely heard it. It's because about you're not Kinetaro. from here. That's <laughs> the thing. I've lived there my whole life, <laughs> but it's just that I'm very not outgoing in certain <laughs> scenarios. So I don't. No, you know what also happens is that now the city is a lot bigger than it was before, so it's even harder to run into people. Right, but. I, Almost every time my grandma goes out somewhere, for example, she, she runs into people. somebody. Yeah. I mean, it is your grandma, so she knows, like, people from yeah. before. Um, And my dad, that also happens with my dad a lot. Not a lot. Not as much as with my grandma. But that mm. also happens. And it's also kind of funny, like, oh, how you've been? It's been ages. Let's talk. And let's chat and whatever. Um, And my dad has a couple of friends who it, it, you know what is I find hilarious is that they have this group chat of their high school generation where basically they send memes or they send like random important stuff or you know like those junk things that old people send to each other <laughs> on right. WhatsApp yeah. <laughs> like chainmail but the updated but WhatsApp version yes exactly. <laughs> so so that's what it's like and. But yeah, I don't see him being very sociable or anything, um, which I think is, I don't know, maybe not that weird, because mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I'm like super sociable and I have a f- freaking ton of friends or anything. I'm but, with you there. <laughs> but I know like my groups of friends and where they are and how I reach them. And yeah. Stuff, but... I do feel yeah. happy about that. We we are not very social people, and we don't have a ton of friends, but the friends that we keep are good friends. Yeah. Yes. We do. And that, that that's the next thing that I was thinking about, of expanding the circle of friends, you know? I, because I have found, at least... I'm hoping I make um, some friends in Canada, by the way. No, I, I, I haven't, because I've only been working. And being yeah. in my house. 
But I, I, I'm expecting that we will find some friends here. Yeah. I New friends. Hope so. You will have neighbor friends because you're in Canada where people are more neighborly. We'll see about that. Maybe. <laughs> um, no, I'm not but, opposed to it. I'm just saying we will see. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was thinking of that time I had an office job when um, that, that it, was, it was interesting to me because I was so miserable there at first. The sleeping tea is working. <laughs> um, no, I was I was so miserable there at first because I, well, I started working there because a friend of mine recommended me. Basically, he sort of got me the job, and then I didn't see much of him mm-hmm. after that. And my boss was really nice, uh, and my boss had a friend who I'm pretty sure he was trying to hit on her. But anyway, Maybe. so what ended up happening is that eventually. The three of us became, like, a friend group, sort of. Mm-hmm. And we had lunch a couple times together before I quit. Um, oh, and I miss then. that. I want to go have lunch with people. <laughs> See, that's part of the ritual thing. Yes. <laughs> I need that in my life. Yeah. I thought I didn't because I've, I've heard, like, the kids... My mm-hmm. nephew and my niece saying how they miss their friends and how they, they, they want to go to a party yeah. and stuff like that. And it's not that I feel like I need to go to a party, but that's never been me per se. Yeah. Um, but going out just like for lunch and like getting to new, getting to know new places and like, yeah, yeah brunching. I miss brunching. We used to do that a lot. We ah, did. You need to come here, lady. Almost. Almost there. We will see. How long it, it it takes her? Almost. Um, <laughs> almost. Uh, no, no, no. But I, I lost my train of thought completely. You should have pinned. You should have pinned it. Yes. Um, Jesus, I'm lost. And now, anyway. So about rituals. Point. No, before that. Oh yes. So the point was making friends like after school. Where you're in a different environment or something like that, I think is a challenge for me a little bit. Mm. Um, but I have also found that um, it's especially a challenge when working independently, like we were doing. Like, I mean, mm. you have free like, day job, right? Technically, yeah. it's a night job, but yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're. you're you're moonlighting, <laughs> daylighting, or whatever. Yes. Um, but then what? That that point where I was thinking of, oh, I need to meet more people. Like I want to know somebody new or something like that. And when I started working on the podcast and the politics thing with the guys, um, then I became in contact with more people. Like now I met one of his friend, one of their friends, and one the girlfriend. Of one of them has a sister, and now I also met the sister, and you know, like I'm meeting new people, which is really nice, interesting, <laughs> and interesting, and something that wasn't I know wasn't happening partly because of the pandemic, um, mm. but yes, it's like it's making me feel alive again, and like because in the same way that uh, I don't crave being in a room with 20 people that I don't know and having to talk to them or anything like that, that's really mm-hmm. stressful and I hate it. But, <laughs> but having someone new in the circle or like, oh, I met this person and now I can talk mm-hmm. about them, gossip or whatever. You know, that's really <laughs> <Yes>. nice. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Indeed. And I was, uh, well, kind of about the rituals, but not really, I guess, is that um, the... Uh, remembering rituals i was thinking about how in sweden i used to go party with my friends every wednesday and every weekend yeah it was a lot of fun it was the most partying i have ever done in my life indeed Um, yes and the other day i had so much fun um having a solo dance party in my room it was amazing because this is really cute yeah no i was i was craving a party so much you were wow. Yes, I was, and I was talking to Preacher, mm-hmm. um, and I said I want to party so much. He's like, I want to party too. 
And then we started thinking, oh, yes, we should have a party when I get over there to welcome me, obviously. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, we should totally have a party. Um, and I do. I do want to have a party, you know? And especially... I know, it's love in Vancouver, so let's go. <laughs> no, but, you know, like, that kind of party, like, how we used to hang out with a gang, where it was not really a party, but it felt like a party because we are a rather big group of friends mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right so everybody can have like their mini conversations and then we switch yes. up and talk to somebody else and that's really fun it is like i really like that dynamic thing. yeah so yes yes that's that's my takeaway for <laughs> for today that we should talk to our friends i agree mm -hmm. yeah you know what like just like slightly To continue this, and maybe we can turn this into another episode. Mm -hmm. I, I'm trying to see how to phrase it because I I am very against this idea, and I don't know if it's something we've been fed, mm -hmm. or maybe it's just part of the process. And I went through it, but I'm having selective memory about it. Yeah, um, about adulting, about becoming an adult. Mm -hmm. And like people believing that it's the worst thing and that it's a trap and that you're going <laughs> to hate it and that it's miserable. And, you know, maybe, maybe it's my privilege. Maybe it's my experience yeah. that I really don't believe it. I, I think, sure, it can be. I, I will mm -hmm. not say that it's all in their heads. It can be very horrible. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think there's so much potential in becoming an adult because it's not about becoming an adult, which the only thing about it, I guess, it's that you get to have more liberties, but at the same time, you get to have more responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So it's not about becoming an adult, but I feel like if, if you make it about becoming more yourself, you know, because yeah. when we're kids, when we're little, we don't really know who we are. We don't really know what that's about. We just kind of are like going with the flow and like yeah. being very dramatic about stuff. Not that it's invalid. It's very valid. But our feelings are just all over the place. Right. Yeah. So that's what's happening. And in quote unquote, becoming an adult, you are you have this space to find who you are and to explore and to create and to all these things. Yeah. Um, so I just... You know, I like this and having these conversations about like wanting to do things, even if it's uh, partying or if it's getting closer with your friends or if it's talking mm -hmm. about our parents and our grandparents and things like that. It feels so rich to me and it makes me so happy. And I'm like, yeah. this is what your adult life can be. Yeah. yeah, just saying. Yeah, I'm just I mean, venting out here. No, apparently. I know. I get it, and I get it. it and it's kind of it's making me think of two things. The first thing is that I was talking to one of my friends, also whom I hadn't talked to in a long time, and we were also again catching up. I think we hadn't talked in like six months or something, and we used to talk a lot. Um, and she was telling me that now she has a boyfriend. Well, she had told me about it, but like she, the boyfriend was there, so I met him officially through mm -hmm. Zoom. <laughs> yes. But I met him and she told me that she now has a new job and she's moving in with a boyfriend and like all these great things are oh, happening wow. for her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um and I was telling her though, oh yeah, I'm working on these projects and like pockets and politics and a cup of tea and everything. Mm -hmm. Um and so we we sort of relished on the fact that we were both at very good places in our lives and that we sort of had found that. And mm -hmm. and it it made me think of it like, and I think we said that at some point of we have found ourselves. We are in a good period of our lives when we had talked before and we were both having a really rough time for a while, um, which I guess is also part of adulting, right? Having mm -hmm. rough patches and everything. Um, yeah, yeah. Life. Figuring figuring that yeah. out as well. But yes, that that like finding stuff and. This, um, with the whole Will Smith Oscars drama thing, the the one yeah. thing that stuck in my head was that he posted 
um, a text, something like he's apologizing. Yes. And at the end of it, he said, I am a work in progress. And I was like, yes, that is so wholesome. We are. Because, yes. And so it's like like a dual duality sort of thing of like we are a work in progress but like we know where we're headed at the same time mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. it's like this thing that overlaps you know mm-hmm, and just find mm-hmm. it very magical um me too i'm right there with you and and the second thing was that i saw there's this um bar teacher that i follow on instagram she's like a an influencer of sorts and she went on this trip uh and she uploaded vlogs and stuff and one of them i found and it said you are doing what your child you was dreaming about. Don't disappoint them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's so, so cute. Like, that idea of... And I, I mean, yes, we are talking from our privilege and because not everybody gets to do this, right? But in this path of, like, finding ourselves and being who we want to be and building our our identity also kind of um i was thinking about how yes i feel very much like i am myself because i have i'm sort of i remember what i envisioned when i was a kid mm-hmm. and i am seeing that i'm sort of getting there maybe not a hundred percent but like the path is it's like there i have a direction like mm, i know I like where that. i'm going sort of um trying not to disappoint my mm-hmm. kid self mm-hmm. um just yeah. just now when you said that thing about like you're doing what your kid self wanted or whatever mm-hmm. you know it for a moment i was like i did not think this is what i was gonna be doing but at the same time you know because it it's all yeah. a matter of perspective mm-hmm. where it's like maybe i did not ever think that i was gonna be doing a podcast or a YouTube show, you mm-hmm. know, things like that, of that sort, you know. According to my child, I was going to be somewhere in a tiger preserve, which I kind of yeah. already did, but didn't pan out. Um, yeah. But, you know, I was going to be on, on, like, maybe an Animal Planet or, like, a National Geographic show somewhere. That's, yeah. that's which can still happen. Of know? course. Um but what I'm trying to say is that even though I never expected me to be doing this, sort of mm-hmm. like editing videos and stuff yeah. like this, um, at the same time, my child was very, I was very sort of aware of wanting to become myself very mm-hmm. early on. And I would have, um, I've, come, I've come to terms with the fact I don't know if I told you about this. Uh, remember that at some point we tried to do the Enneagram test and it was yeah. a, very, a very frustrating day. Yeah. Um, I've come to terms with the fact that I am a four, the individualist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel it's like totally one of those are. things mm-hmm. that you always knew. But the thing yeah. is that I was going through a patch where one time the Enneagram t- told me that I was a nine and I was very happy about it. I was like the peacemaker. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've come to terms with the fact that I'm, I can be very 90, mm-hmm. but I'm truly a four, mm-hmm. um, which makes me very happy. And it just, I feel like goes to speak to that sort of self-awareness that I've had very early on. So even though the specifics of like, if I'm working with tigers or if I am editing videos is not what I was expecting, yeah. the grander scheme of things where I am becoming like a cool adult to my own terms <laughs> and doing life and like doing something yeah. that I enjoy, that is happening. And that's what my child, inner child is happy about, you know? Yeah. Yes. I can see that. And <laughs> You can see my happiness. I am glad. Yeah, I can see your happiness. I can see that you're a four. Four. <laughs> um, I don't remember my number. I, and I know I did the test, which off topic reminded me of the thing you said about the broke millennial book. Um, oh, yes. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> the thing is that at some point when you when we were talking about this and you told me that you wanted to talk about this relationships thing 
And you told me, what was it the article about? The the rituals. Yeah. And I was like, it sounds so familiar. Maybe you told me about it. But the thing is that while I was reading The Broke Millennial, which it can be my... Um, rec for today? Yes, my rec for today. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It's very USA based and like a lot of the details mm -hmm. of it is about it's because of how the US works. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, on the grander scheme, her advice is very cool and like you can use it even if it, you're not in the US. Yeah. Anyways, uh, there is a point where she talks about because it's not just advice on like you should be uh, investing right now. <laughs> you know, it's not just that. <laughs> yeah. It's, she has a chapter on like discussing finances with your friends mm -hmm. and another one about getting financially naked with your partner. And those yeah. are really cool. So the one that it's with your friends, she was talking about how sometimes these dynamics come up. She mm -hmm. was talking about like with a friend, there's this dynamic where it, it has been established consciously or unconsciously, I don't remember, that each person pays for what they order, mm -hmm. you know, because it can be uncomfortable when it's like, oh, let's split it evenly. Because she was talking about yeah. an experience where it's like, I went out with a group of friends that I don't know. I just know the one person because it's their birthday or whatever. And we're at this Mexican restaurant and I didn't have a lot of money. So I just ordered at like a very not good quesadilla and everybody's just like ordering margaritas and spending money and she's like i don't know if they're gonna expect me to like pay yeah. for like an even bill uh so the bill comes in long story short she's saved by the birthday girl's boyfriend mm -hmm. <laughs> who picked up the tab or something yeah. uh, but still there's this uncomfortable situations mm -hmm. of finances with friends yeah but she talks about dynamics And how there's this one where each person pays for their stuff and that's kind of what they do. But that doesn't mean that that's the way it has to be with all of your friends. It doesn't mean that that's how you should convey yourself with everybody. Mm -hmm. But you can. Um, and she talks about how there's this other friend where one time someone pays and the other time the other one pays. Which is what we do. And it yeah. like makes me so happy. Because it's... I feel like... I'm not saying that that one's better than the other one, but mm -hmm. I very much personally appreciate that dynamic and space where it's like, oh, I'll take this one and you take the other one. And we're not yeah. really looking at like, oh, this bill was higher than the other one. Mm -hmm. And of course, that comes from being comfortable in knowing that you have money yeah. <laughs> to be able to pay for the bill. <laughs> right um, yes so maybe maybe everyone pays for their own stuff when you're a little short and ev maybe then if you're feeling like you have enough you can do the one-on-one -on -one kind mm -hmm. of thing but I, it just made me I thought it was cool I like this sort of idea of like establishing maybe not on purpose I don't know that we ever talked about oh this is how we're gonna do yeah, things no. I think mm -hmm. it just kind of happened yeah um and also it's this kind of unspoken thing I feel like maybe if there is a bill where we went a little extra we pay half and half yeah without really talking about it mm -hmm. it just we just kind of do because we know that it's an expensive bill yeah Um, like it's kind of funny I, I just you know because I know that there's like the regular tab and then there's like special tab where yeah. we go to like a super fancy restaurant or something out of the way like yeah yes yeah I just I, it just makes me happy and it reminds when you were telling me about the ritual stuff it made me think of that because I think it's a very I don't know if to call it ritualistic stuff that we do I, mm -hmm. it's certainly part of our dynamic yeah. um and it's different with different friends so You know, when you were telling me about the article, it reminded me of, like, the broke millennial thing. Yeah, that sounds really nice. Because I have, you know, that's something, um, I have found that I really suck. And I, I, I try not to. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> But, <laughs> no, no, there's a thing that happens with one of my friends in particular. 
where she always ends up paying. And I'm like, uh-huh. no, let me pay for this because you have paid like the last five times. When she's like, no, 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 I'm doing it. I'm paying. And I'm like, I, I don't like this. It stresses <laughs> me out so much. Yeah, I understand um, that. So, yeah, that's kind of funny. Um, but the other thing that I was thinking about was not not exactly on like splitting bills or anything, but something that I was um, talking about with my uh, friend dance teacher. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's my friend now, but you know, she's... So the thing is, she's older than me by 10 years, something like mm-hmm. that. That's yes. what I was thinking. Yeah. No, but the thing is, like, I we were talking about how I was working with the other dance teacher from, from my school for a little bit, and it was super stressful, and she was not paying me a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was very underpaid. Um, and the having that conversation of, and I know that it's very fashionable these days, and it's becoming more of a thing that you talk about how much you're earning and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And I think, oh, it, it's, like, so good to do that and, like, so necessary. And I – this happened, for example, when my brother was getting his job when he asked me, like, how much do you think I should ask for? Mm-hmm. And I think I said something like, well, for Mexican standard, like, the equivalent in – can I don't know. It doesn't matter. But, like – I said, well, if you get paid fifteen thousand a month, I think that's like fair. You know, that's like basic. Mexican. Yeah, hmm. yeah, Mexican pesos. Um, and he was, and they, and he told me that they were offering him like twenty five or something. And I was like, that sounds amazing. It you does, totally especially if it. you're right out of college. Yeah, that's spoiled. If you have um, no like someone living with you or kids or if it's just you yeah right out of college I for know. mexican standards i know I'm like wow yeah my dad was like you can save like half of that mm-hmm. and buy a house almost right away you know um and now he's going to the u.s and i think he's gonna earn like 50 something a year mm-hmm. um which i was I mean, my dad was like, so how much is that? Is that, like, a lot or not that much? I mean, housing is really expensive in California. So there's that. But he's got, like, an average salary, you know? Um, But, yeah, that whole conversation about talking how much you make and, like, being comfortable with that because it can be really hard. And, I like, I had that experience of, especially these days when I don't have um, – a stable job. Like a stable job, and I have gigs and stuff. I have found it particularly hard of sometimes when I'm like, I know that I cannot be spending money on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, I could go do my nails every week, but oh, I also miss that. That's another <laughs> one of our rituals. Oh. Yes, um, but then I know that that's the only thing that I can do if I want to s- keep saving money and stuff, um, because otherwise. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna die, but you know. Um, yeah. So, yes, it's it has been a journey, but it's it's a good one. Like I think I'm getting to a place where yes, it's like more um, having these conversations is really helpful, both like in a personal way of like knowing where you stand. Like with one one of my other friends who told me the other day, she was getting a raise, and so she now earns like twenty thousand a month. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, that's good. That's better. You're doing better. Um, and where you can sort of compare and even help each other out. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're so underpaid. Oh, you need to have more money. You know, like stuff like that. And it's it's nice. I appreciate it. I agree. Yes. All right. What's your rec? Yeah. Um, my rec one? is I do have one. It's kind of an odd one, maybe. And following this friendship theme of the day Mm -hmm. i was thinking of the and i think it's very popular many people probably have heard of this but the 36 questions that lead to love oh yes i do know that one yeah so for if anybody so i don't know how many people are going to listen to us here but 
Um, if you don't know what it's about, it's this thing that some researchers found out or developed this questionnaire of 36 questions that you can ask somebody theoretically to fall in love with them. And it was made famous by an article in the New York Times. Well, it was a modern love essay, actually, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where they were saying that this girl and this guy who went on a date and they did the 36 question thing and they, I think they did become something. A couple? Like they, yeah. Or friends. Um, yeah. So there's, they have, um, it's not an app, it's a website, but you can download it into your phone and it acts like an app. So you open it and it has the three sets of questions and you can ask them and play with them and stuff. And it's pretty cool. So I recommend you do that. I did that one time with some of my friends um, in college and it was a great experience. Nice. And I would say that it works because one of them is my best friend from being abroad. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. So at some point, it's good try the to nurture questions. relationships. Yes. And not only to fall in love, it's just like... No, 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 friends. It, it allows you to to establish a good connection with somebody because the questions are deep and make you think and they're good. Indeed. So that's my rec. I appreciate it. Thank you. And your right. rec is then... The, the Broke Millennial. millennial. I, I did the audiobook because I'm doing audiobooks a lot these days. Yeah. In my night shift. Uh, <laughs> which I am such a fan of. I thought I could only do uh, memoirs in audiobooks, but apparently that's not the case. I can do yeah. other audiobooks. I still don't know that I can do a novel. I haven't tried since uh, when I tried and I didn't like it. Uh, you know, the but in the meantime, I'm happy with what I'm listening to. If you're going to read one novel, an audiobook version. Listen to, uh-huh. Well, yeah, listen to it. Make it The Dutch House. That is wonderful. It's... Um, the author is called Anne Pratchett, and mm -hmm. well, I, I think the Audible version, which is the one I heard, um, is narrated by Tom Hanks, and it's really oh, wow. cool. It's really lovely. I like it when I know the person that's talking. That maybe that's yeah. why I like memoirs. That that makes it more appealing. <laughs> it for does. Sure. It really does. But yeah, that's right. no, well, the second rec. Yeah. Thank you for staying with us and listening to our rambling and our experiences and our <laughs> thoughts. Yes. Um, and we will catch you for another cup of tea next week. We will. I'm sure we will. <laughs> Thanks for sharing a cup of tea with us. To watch more episodes of A Cup of Tea, click the link on the right. If you want to watch Pockets in the Universe, go to the playlist on the left.